and welcome to the IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today we are very pleased to welcome back IR Podcast champion, Betsy Urbance. That's right. Betsy is a general counsel and vice president of legal service for Illinois Realtors. And she is here to give us a rundown of the recently passed and signed update on the Illinois Residential Real Property Act. So Betsy, let's not waste any time here. Give us a quick rundown of what this law has been and what this update entails. As Realtors, you're all intimately familiar with the Illinois Residential Real Property Disclosure Act that's been in effect since 1994. You're also well aware that there haven't been many updates or changes to that act since that time. Very good reason for that situation in that you don't want to have an endless list of questions for sellers to answer about the physical condition of the property. Flash forward, though, at any rate, the Illinois Realtor Illinois Real Estate Lawyers Association uh, sort of got into the act and decided that it was time to update this act, and now was the time. At the end of the day, Illinois Realtors was able to have a productive meeting with the Illinois Real Real Estate Lawyers and come to an agreed bill. Really, the purpose of this bill is to bring it up into the, uh, the next century, the next decade, whatever time you want to say. We were kind of well aware there was nothing in there to allow for electronic delivery, but when you open these kinds of statutes, it becomes somewhat of a Pandora's box situation. That's all sort of water under the bridge now because here we have our updated version of the Act. What I want you to know right now is that the updated version, which does include a new seller disclosure report that will need to be completed by sellers, by most sellers, we'll talk a little bit about that. But what it does, more than anything, is just clarifies some things that by virtue of history and case law and misunderstandings have hopefully been updated or clarified. Okay, so so you mentioned a new report that is part of this update. What should our members be looking for in regards to this new report? The things you'll want to look for on this new report, the definition of seller really hasn't changed a whole lot. It's just been clarified and broken down into subcategories, so when you read it, it's a little more clear. Note that a beneficiary of a trust or an Illinois land trust is included in the definition of seller. So generally speaking, those would be the folks that would have to complete the form if you're dealing with a trust or an Illinois land trust. Great. So you were mentioning earlier something about the seller exemptions that are a key part of this law. Did those change at all with this update? The seller exemptions really didn't change from the old act. So an executor of an estate under a will who's administering a decedent's estate, an administrator or the personal representative if there's no will, or even a trust if there is an administration of a decedent's estate, the trustee is exempt from providing that seller disclosure form. The additional clarification, and the question that always comes up, is should we do a form anyway just to be safe? Well, prior to this revision, a lawyer would say, no, you shouldn't do the form because you don't want to take on any liability that you might not otherwise have. There's been a provision added that says, regardless of whether you provide a form, it's the, you're still exempt under the Act. 
Keep in mind, do not practice law. Do not give that advice one way or another as a real estate broker. Refer the seller to their own attorney if that is the case. But that is one sort of clarification under the exemption section. Doesn't change them, just clarifies. Also a clarification is there's a question there that says, I have not resided in the home. It's like a newly, there's, excuse me, there's um, an exemption for new construction that has never been occupied or that has not been occupied. The word not has been changed to never. And there's clarifying language that says if it's a gut rehab, still doesn't count as the exemption. So it has to be absolutely new construction, ground up, that's never been occupied to be exempt from seller disclosure. So what does this update say about reporting any uh, defects that are found on a property mid-sale? Okay, also there's always been a requirement to supplement or amend the disclosure if between the time the seller did the form and the time of closing, the seller becomes newly aware of a latent physical material defect. There is, there's always been a duty to amend or supplement the form. The language that's been added to this particular statute and report form, which now they're calling report instead of form, Honestly, I don't care what you call it, but under the act, it's the Illinois Residential Real Property Disclosure Report. I sidetrack, but back to the the main point, there is a continuing duty on the part of a seller as the seller becomes aware, has actual knowledge of a defect, that the seller would have a duty and always has had a duty to make sure that that report is as accurate, accurate as possible. This report has to be signed up before the signing of a contract. You were mentioning something to us earlier about what if the person hasn't actually lived in the property for the last year? What was updated with that scenario? One more common misconception is the very first question, as everyone is probably aware, is uh, I, I, the seller, have not resided in the home in the last 12 months. Uh, many, many sellers answer that question no, and then take that as an excuse not to complete the next, in, in the prior case, 22 questions, in the new case, uh, 23 questions, and I'll explain that in a minute. But here's the deal. If you've not lived in the home, there's now an obligation to say what your capacity is at, or a reason or the relationship to the property as to why you don't live in the home. I think one very common one will be, I'm an absentee owner. So it's a residential real property from one to four units that I own, I don't live there, I still have the responsibility, generally speaking, subject to the exemptions, to complete the entire form to the best of my actual knowledge. Now, I alluded to the list of questions. There were 23, now there's 24. But the kicker is they didn't really change. They just divided one question into two questions. You will see that new question number two is that it's about the flood insurance. I'm aware that I am required to carry flood hazard insurance. New question number four is, I am aware that the property is located in a floodplain. Are there any other provisions in this update that stand out to you that you think um, our members should know? There are some other changes as far as timing, um, as far as a right to rescind or to get out of the contract, if you will, if a buyer is not provided, if they're provided the form, 
but the seller doesn't talk about a material defect and the seller knew about it, then you've got five days now and not three. And there are some other provisions in there that give the buyer generally five days to make a decision. Um, One is a situation where the seller may have misrepresented the seller's self um, as far as the condition in the first one, and now they're coming clean, and you're like, okay, I want out. You got five days. Um, I think there's another provision in there that if it is a situation that is newly, you become newly aware of through the seller telling you, and it's repairable within five days of the closing, or if it's repairable within five days of the closing, but the seller declines either to respond in writing or even to repair, then in those cases, the buyer may be able to get out of the situation. Keep in mind, when and if any of these things happen, the, buy, the, sell, the buyer client should be referred to legal counsel as well as the se- seller client, depending on your circumstances and who your client is at the time. So we know that bills oftentimes take a while to go into effect, but that's not the case with this legislation, right? Okay, so here's the deal. The new Seller Disclosure Act, Residential Real Property Disclosure Act, whatever you call it, I call it SDA, Seller Disclosure Act, is in effect and has been in effect since, ironically, Friday, May 13th. Here's the reason. This statute, this law, the piece of legislation was written to become effective upon becoming law. Here's a little legislative lesson. Typically when that happens, that means it becomes effective on the governor's signature. Typically, it takes 30 days for the legislature to turn the bill over to the governor's office once it passes. Then there's at least a 60-day period, or there's from 30 probably to 60 days for the governor to sign it. In this case, which is well within the governor's purview, they can sign it anytime within that period. It was signed two weeks after being sent from the legislature to the governor's office. So there it is. It's effective immediately. The beauty of it is we've got no choice. We're just uh, moving right along with the new forms. I would say prior to May 13th, if a seller has completed on the old report form, fine. Nothing to do. If you are between May 14th and now, and a seller has just completed an old form, if it's possible, just generally without legal advice, just generally speaking, just to be safe, seller could do the new, more updated form. If the seller refuses or there's some issue there, definitely refer the seller to their own legal counsel for specific advice. Well, thank you very much, Betsy. As always, we are all way smarter now that we've listened to you. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Thanks for listening and good luck out there. That's it for this week's IR podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.